Hey guys, coming up on the show, I'm joined with a good friend of mine, Martina, aka Yikes on Twitch. She's a part-time streamer and full-time occupational therapist. Stay tuned for this is a double show for you're going to get two for the price of one. So sit back, relax, and grab your favorite beverage, and I'll see you on the other side. Welcome to an in- episode of Inside the Asperger Studios Presents Stories. Today, I'm joined with Martina, who is also a streamer who no- who's known by XXX Yikes. Welcome to the show. Hi. Happy to be here. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and we'll get going. Sure. I My name is Martina. I am a full-time occupational therapist. Um, for anyone who's maybe not familiar with what occupational therapy is, uh, I help people be more independent with certain life skills um, of a variety of types. I can work with different clients with different conditions. Right now, I'm focusing on pediatrics and mainly students with autism. Um, and then on the side, <laughs> I'm also a part-time streamer. I do like to create, um, my goal is to create a community on the internet for people to have a good time to, for it to be a safe, a safe and inclu- inclusive space for people where they can play games or just meet people or hang out. And sometimes, you know, the world can be a scary place and having a space on the internet that can be safe and inclusive and a fun time, I think is so special, especially with the way technology is right now and how much the internet plays a role in our life. All right. Let's start off with what's it like working with people on the spectrum? It's honestly, I don't mean for it to sound cliche, but it's so life-changing to me because you don't realize how people with autism can see the world and how much they can teach you about viewpoints and perspective. You know, when it comes from sounds or sensations or just when you, the way they think, I don't know that book you've probably read it maybe, or maybe not thinking in pictures. Have you read? What? The book thinking in pictures. No. Um, no, I've not read that book. It's a good one. Um, just came to my to my mind for some reason, but um, just kind of explains how, you know, the thought process can be totally different and how much you can learn from people who think differently than you. Not in a bad way. They just, It's just literally thinking differently than you with a different thought process. And I think that can be so powerful if you try to understand and listen. All right. What got you interested in occupational therapy? Well, (laughs) I've always wanted to be uh, like a psychotherapist. I really liked psychology and that's kind of what I was studying. And then I realized that 
Um, I really like to help or work with people directly. You know, I could never imagine myself at a desk, working behind a desk and doing things on the computer and not talking to people. So I really like psychology. I love learning about how the brain works. And then for a second, I was swayed to do physical therapy, I remember. So I was kind of going down that path. And I was sitting in chemistry class and I was like, you know what? I really want to do psychology. Physical therapy is not for me. It seems kind of boring. And then I took out my computer and I looked up what is like physical therapy, but with psychology in it. And then occupational therapy came up and that's how I discovered what it was. And then I dropped my camp classes and I signed up to become an occupational therapist. And honestly, it was the best decision and the best. It was like a serendipitous moment that I had there All with right. that little Google search. <laughs> how do you help those who are on the spectrum? I mean, what kind of things do you go through with them? Do you teach them how to tie their shoes? Do you help them? understand how to navigate the world? That's a really good question. It really depends on obviously the level of skill and the level of independence and the the setting that you're working in. Um, let's say if you are working, you know, in a community based setting as an occupational therapist, you can do community outings where you can teach um, life skills like grocery shopping, money management, time management, um, Sometimes even social skills, um, there's, if you uh, are working in a clinical pediatric setting at a clinic, you can help with fine motor skills. Um, you can help with sensory processing skills, which are a huge thing for occupational therapy uh, practitioners, um, especially the younger, like my generation, I feel like we're really the ones who study sensory processing skills and um, sensory processing disorders and things like that. We kind of really have a different perspective than some of the older occupational therapists out there. Not that when I say older, I mean like way back when, when occupational therapy started, when it was all about physical disabilities and nothing else. Um, mm -hmm. And I mean, there's a variety of ways that you can help from just Tons of ways. So well, I can talk about that question for the whole night. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you're dealing with someone who's dealing with stress, what do you usually recommend for them to handle it? You could find, usually when we're stressed, um, you know, that means that the cortisol levels in our system are really pumping and are really high. But it's important for us to find activities that are very calming to our central nervous system that can kind of bring those feelings, for lack of better words, down, bring them down. That could be having a calming tea or a walk. Um, that really works for a lot of people. It could be listening to music. It could be just anything that takes you out of that state of mind that makes you so heightened and, and stressed and try to focus on something else for a little bit. And then that kind of takes you out of your headspace and can help you refocus. So then when you come back to what you're supposed to be doing, you're not panicking in your head. All right. It's kind of sort of like what somebody told me once when I was traveling, it was, if you feel yourself 
begin to panic, don't, because it just makes yourself worse. Relax. Although that's easier said than done. <laughs> I mean, I think you have to find sort of like a replacement activity or a replacement feeling for stress, which um, usually you can use those sensory experiences like a walk or we can even talk about how like drinking tea can be a sensory experience in many ways. Um, the yeah. feeling, yeah, the feeling, the touch, feeling, the smell, smells, the yep. taste, the taste. Now you mentioned that you, you use your skills online for others. How do you translate those skills to help those online? Well, um, I try to keep an open mind and I try to be very patient with people. Um, that is one thing that I really see on the internet, uh, whether it's from streamers or just people hanging out in other people's communities, people who are in the game and you just met them, like random people that you're playing games with. People are not patient and they um, are very quick to assume things and can be very mean. And that can make somebody who has some sort of a condition or is just not as extroverted or is just not, is more shy, can, can make them feel really bad about themselves. So my goal on the internet is to be inclusive and to be patient and to be very open-minded with anybody that can, comes into my channel because that's really all I can control on the internet because you know you can only control pretty much what is happening around you and set an example and hope hopefully it'll generalize into other communities and people and gamers. Um, so I'm just trying to set a good example and feel make everyone feel included. What have you learned from your own community from just watching people come in to watch you stream to playing with your mods? Like alike people attract alike people. So if you're good to your community and if you're kind to them, kind people will come to your community. If you are, you know, for lack of better words, an, an asshole. And that's the, the example that you're, you're setting. And that's the kind of people that will come into your community. And um, then it, it, that's how it will be. And that's how the, that's the kind of setting that you create, which is unfortunate. And now we get to the all purpose question. How did you come across your name? Yikes. Yikes. Well, that started. I don't know if truly it was when I made my Twitch channel the first time or a little bit before. But when quarantine started in the spring of what was it? 2020. I finally had time to game again. I was I used to game when I was you know, in middle school, younger than elementary, middle school. And then I didn't have time for that anymore. So I didn't, but then I picked it up when, when quarantine started and the game that I picked it up with was call of duty. So I would play with a lot of my real life friends. Um, and it is a multiplayer game. So then you get to talk to each other and it was this whole like social experience. And then you're also gaming and, um, and I realized that, you know, we were having a really fun time and we weren't really focused on how the gameplay goes. We were more focused on like having fun. We would do a lot of like funny, silly things in the game. And 
I realized that I was like crashing a lot or just killing my teammates on accident or doing stuff like that. And I would say yikes a lot. So then when at some point I had to make a name for something, whether it was Twitch or I can't remember which channel it was, what it was, whether it was maybe I changed my gamer tag in the game. I was like, how funny would it be if I changed my actual name to yikes? And then it was such a great decision because it just works out so well. You do something good, you say yikes. You do something bad, you say yikes. It just works out. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it fits you perfectly. I mean, watching you play (laughs) with Tails and watching you play on your own. What an honor. (laughs) You, your own community, just watching you guys, you're not as serious as a lot of the others. You guys have fun. Yeah. I think that's the whole point, you know, if here's my little two cents on that. If someone wants to watch good, good gameplay, they're going to go watch shroud or, you know, Nick marks or something. They're not going to come and watch me and I'm okay with that. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's like tales. It said when that one troll came here and and said, how does she have 13,000 viewers? Oh yeah. I remember that. Good TikTok. Yeah. It's because she's a content creator. She's not, she does, she plays it for fun. She plays right. Call of Duty for fun. Exactly. She's a content creator. She does more than just Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. You don't go to her for Call of Duty. You go to her because of her personality. You don't yeah. go to her. And the community, because, the great community of great alike people that she has created. Yeah. I mean, you don't go to you for Call of Duty. You go to you because you're a very sweet and fun person to watch. <laughs> oh, thanks. You're welcome. With some good gameplays every once in a while. Yes, you've made. <laughs> I remember last night you made third place. You and your mods hit third place. Uh, funny. Anyways, let's start with some of the more other questions. Where sure. did you grow up? I grew up in a small country called Bulgaria in Eastern Europe. All right. What motivates you, inspires you, and drives you? Uh, the, the, just the, the want to, to always do better, which is a double-edged sword because, yes, I get to achieve things, but I'm also really hard on myself. But um, just always growing and improving myself. All right. What is the biggest compliment you've ever gotten? Biggest compliment uh, that somebody, one of my really good friends once said that I'm her role model and that was just blew my mind. Me? I was like, me? Really? (laughs) All right. What is your biggest failure and what did you learn from that experience? Biggest failure. I would say it would probably have to be with when I think about maybe certain past friendships or relationships or whatever it is, maybe not handling it the right way, I would say. All right. What makes you inspired to be like your best self? Again, it's that passion for growth and just wanting to be better. And like I mentioned, I come from a small country in in Europe and I lived there for 11 years and, you know, and I didn't have much. So 
now I just want better for myself and my family. And that's what motivates me to work really hard. All right. If you can turn back time and talk to your 18 year old self, what would you tell her about where you are now in life? Stop crying so much. <laughs> just, it's going to be okay. It's not that serious. Honestly, it's probably going to get even harder in life. So just relax, relax and take it easy and everything, everything will fall, fall into place. I would say, take it easy. That's what I would tell myself. All right. All right. Um, if you can have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? I'm not sure, to be honest. All right. What do you think the world would look like in five years? It would have been taken over by Generation Z, and we would probably we would probably be living in the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What was your favorite subject in school? Psychology. All right. Would you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? Uh, I think I'm pretty extroverted, but I do have a social meter. So after too much socialization, I do need like a day to recharge. But I do. I don't feel like social anxiety or anything like that. All right. If you could be remembered for one thing, what would it be and why? Uh, my sense of humor. Because it just makes things less stressful and difficult sometimes. All right. Now, why don't you tell us a little bit about my, uh, about more about where you are now in life with your streaming and how you how you've achieved such a great community and everything? Um, I feel like I am. You know, you asked me about that question of what I would tell myself, mm -hmm. my 18 year old self. Yeah. I wish I could also, now that I'm thinking back to it, I wish I could tell her that, yes, when you are 26, you will have your job and you will also be doing something really cool that you never thought you would be doing, um, which is streaming. And I feel like I'm... I've achieved and accomplished a lot in terms of my, my work, my profession and where I am and how hard it is to go through grad school and work in the field that I, that I work in sometimes. And also, you know, being able to manage streaming at the same time and building a community and talking to tons of other people on the side and juggling both, you know, something that's, you're supposed to be very professional. You know, when, when I'm at work, I'm very professional. And then I come home and I'm like, all right, it's time to be silly on the internet. Um, just having that balance, I'm very proud of. Um, and yeah, just the fact that it's, you know, it's, it's looking up. All right. Now we get into some more fun top, fun questions. What is your favorite word? My favorite word? Mm-hmm. Uh, can I say yikes or is that, that's <laughs> is fine. that too cliche? <laughs> no, it's fine. It goes well. <laughs> if you can live anywhere in the world, where would it be? I would live somewhere in California. All right. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, and emotionally? 
Um, again, it's that strive to do better. Um, seeing progress is huge for me too. Knowing that things that I'm working on are doing better and just revisiting how things were a few months ago, seeing what worked, what didn't, and implementing that into your next gameplay and, and or game plan, I should say, and learning from your mistakes in the past, really seeing growth is, is big for me. All right. What your, what turns you off? Probably when I start being really hard on myself, when I don't see growth, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, maybe I, I shouldn't be, I'm doing something wrong. And then I spiral into this like self-doubt and um, it's really hard to come out of it sometimes. All right. What is your favorite cuss word? Definitely the F word. All right. What sound or noise do you love? <laughs> um, can I answer with... The sound that I've grown to love that always comes out of my ears because I have tinnitus. <laughs> trying to, to work into self-love with that because having tinnitus is really tough. Um, for anybody who doesn't know what tinnitus is, it's a constant ringing in your ear that never goes away. And yeah, it started yeah. about three years ago. And um, it is maddening at first. Almost, I almost quit, quit grad school because I couldn't handle it. I know it sounds like a very small problem, but it's not. Um, but I push through and I, I still have it. I'm listening to it right now in my ears. Um, and I'm trying to find uh, ways to embrace it. Anyone, if you want any example of what tonight it sounds like, think of a hum from a speaker way, when you're trying to plug it in to your computer or to your amplifier. It's that yeah. noise. And it comes it just in different forms. Yep. I have a high pitch ringing. I have a hissing. I have, it's like an orchestra in my head all the time, but I get, it is what it is. I get every so often, all of a sudden I'll be sitting there and I'll, I'll get a high pitch, like, you know, be there for like maybe five minutes and it'll slowly fade away. Go away. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about the one that never goes away. No matter like, what I do, it's always there. Always with me. All right. If you can have coffee with any historical figure, who would it be and why? And who would you choose? Any historical figure. figure. Do they have to be dead? Could be dead or alive. Uh, gosh, there's so many. I would love to have coffee with Oprah, to be honest. Good answer fellow Chicagoan. Yep. <laughs> All right. If you won 10 million tomorrow, what would you spend it on? My guess would probably be better um, streaming equipment. Oh, definitely buy a new camera. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would also, I mean, not to be cheesy, but I would buy my parents a house because they brought me to this country and they did really nice things for me. And I, I appreciate that a ton and then I would buy myself a house <laughs> and then I would probably figure out ways that I can invest in things that, cause I'm very big into investing right now, um, investing in things that, um, 
will have a positive impact on the future. All right. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Definitely a like a shrink, like a physical physiotherapist. I'm sorry, psychotherapist. <laughs> physical profession? therapy, I tried that. <laughs> All right. What profession other than your own would you not like to do? Um, I don't know. I wouldn't know until I try it. Good answer. Very good answer. What books, if any, would you recommend? Thinking in pictures is one. <laughs> um, there's another book called Too, I think it's like Too Bright, Too Loud, Too, Some, Too Fast, something like that about like the sensory system and how sometimes as adults we struggle with that still, even though it's more commonly seen in younger people having sensory processing disorders, but it does does really transfer over into adulthood. All right. And finally, where can people find you on the web? Well, in terms of my stream, you can find me on Twitch under XXYikes. Um, I also go under yikes.martina on other forms of social media. And if you'd ever like to connect, be happy to chat. And that's it, everyone. Martina, an occupational therapist and a streamer. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me, Rita. I appreciate it. Not a problem.
so don't go wasting. Stop a second, cause I know you can taste it. Tell me what you wanna do. 